Hello, and welcome to Draft the Universe, the Nerd Fight Battle Royale. This week we are drafting 90s action movies. Joining me this week are my co-hosts, a loose cannon, but damn it, he gets results. Chris, and he's too old for this shit, Jafar. I'm give the guy a pun and he's Superman, give him two and he's God, Benjamin. Let's do this. Well, gentlemen, I'm afraid that I have to make another official apology at the beginning. Um, I don't want to make this kind of like a thing. Last episode, I drafted Scott Pilgrim. I didn't use him. He's been kind of like sitting outside of my front door, looking at me kind of meanly ever since then. Scott, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. We'll, we'll get you next time. Um, I'm, I'm not going to draft you again next time because that wouldn't make much sense, but... But yeah, so so I'm I'm really sorry, Scott Pilgrim. I didn't mean to break your heart. Also, draft the universe would like to formally apologize to the Welsh for referring to their accent as ridiculous. The proud people uh, from the east. I'm gonna do of, it. I'm gonna, uh, no, no, no. You 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 can hold it in. I believe in you. Just just we're good. The proud people from the east of England will not suffer another mistake from us. Um, okay. It's, yeah. It's, let's go. Let's, let's, yes. Okay. Okay. We're, we're, are, we're, are we good? We're really sorry, Welsh people. Sorry, Welsh people. Sorry, your accent is unintelligible. I mean, have you heard that town name? The actual town name on the sign is like literally seven feet long. It's like Lanafer Gwyn Gil Kilgoglul. I'm not joking about this. Check it out on YouTube. It's just Google longest town name. I don't understand it because there's no vowels in it. That would require me to look at a map of England, which I'm just not going to do. Fair enough. There's like a Thwancilio Gogogosh in it. That's how it ends. I guess maybe I must have like read the Netflix synopsis of this name rather than listening to it the whole way. So, is that why the Duke was there? Okay. That's why he's here. Quick, do we have any more apologies? I think we're good. We're good? Okay. All right, cool. All right, well, we are going to draft action movies. 90s action movies. Man, there's so much here. So I I know that maybe I'm jumping ahead of this, but but I really, uh, I hope that neither of you guys hate drafts goodwill hunting from me. (laughs) Um, It's like a classic 90s action film, right? Have you seen Goodwill Hunting? There are some fisticuffs in that movie. Do you know you know what's the best part of my day? Is is when you guys stare at me in silence on our podcast. <laughs> I haven't seen Goodwill Hunting. You've not seen Goodwill Hunting. I have not. I have, but wow, it's been a long time. Hey, hey, I, thought, I thought you were gonna make a joke about not seeing it and him going hunting. Jafar. It's not your fault. Huh. <sighs> No, the 90s were unexpectedly good. Oh, yeah. I had a tough time. I mean, your first episode, my choices were clear cut. I wanted to go with Joe Cocker. I did go with Joe Cocker. Order of the British Empire. Order of the British Empire. Thank you. 
second episode, I I decided to, you know, go with everything except the one thing that people thought I was going to get. This one, I literally had a list of like 30 movies that I had to whittle down. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I mean, I, I, we haven't drafted yet, so I don't know if either of you has some like clever theme draft going on. I know I don't. Got some ideas, but it's... I, I, I want to keep people's expectations a little bit level. Um, yeah. The, uh, the Joe Cocker Gambit will have a sequel at some point. Oh, great. Um, but that sequel is not a 90s action film. Mm-hmm. I had a couple ideas. Yeah. Uh, Steve Buscema cameos. Ooh, that would be a good one. That's what I was thinking. Uh, I almost played uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Seven Degrees? Six? Six. It would have been Five Degrees because we were drafting five, but I almost played Five Degrees of Kevin Bacon with my pick, with my picks. That required me, however, to have like a, a collapsing list where like if somebody drafted something, I could take a detour. Yeah. And that was much too effort. For <laughs> a lot of research. <laughs> much. That was much too effort for that. I did run into an issue with I was going through my list where I suddenly hit a second incredibly deep vein of action movies that I had not considered. And so my my potential picks list ballooned like crazy. So I know I've got more than 15 things on my list, so I know I at least get stuff from my list this time. I'm not going to be panic drafting, but mm-hmm. it's going to be really tricky deciding, oh no, I've got you know five great picks here. Which one do I go with? Yeah, I'm, I'm certain that there is a couple of veins of 90s action films that are still yet beneath the surface that our drafting drill has not uncovered. All right, do we want to move on to the strategy corner? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Ben, you've got first pick. You're first in the box. All right. All right, I'm not going to lie. This one was tricky. Uh, I had a couple gag ideas. One of them was to go all Nicolas Cage movies because this was the height of the Cage action movie. Another one was to go all John Woo movies, and I definitely want to get hard-boiled on my list. That movie is amazing. But I think I'm going to kind of go with a dispersed plan. I've got everything from sci-fi to westerns in this list, and I think by throwing a wider net, I will be able to tap into some different ideas and be prepared for some more interesting criteria. And uh, with my first pick... I'm taking Ronin. The movie's amazing. It was so good that as I was making my list, I bought it on Blu-ray. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. Going to go uh, get the next guy. Hello, Internet. My strategy is, I wish I thought of that Steve Buscemi strategy more than like 10 minutes ago. Uh, that would have been great. I don't really have anything in particular. I tried to stick to movies that were on the edges of the 90s, thinking that they might not be readily identifiable as 90s movies. You might think it was an 80s movie or 2000s movie. No real reason for that. Just that tends to be where most of my stuff ended up being picked. Hey, it's Chris. This time, rather than going for a grand strategy, I decided to go with a couple of micro-strategies. Play it a little bit more freeform, like jazz. My position, last in the draft order, means that every time it will come to me except the last, I will get two picks in a row. And I'm going to use that, hopefully, to head off some hate drafting of my ideas. 
So my first strategy is a look to the past and then to the future. My second strategy is notable Tommy Lee films. And my last strategy is fifth pick, fifth element. If they hate draft the fifth element, I have a replacement, but it's not the fifth element. So I will be quite upset. Alrighty then. I'll see you in the draft. Okay, so time for the draft? It's time to draft. It's time to draft. It's time to to draft. Draft, 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 draft. draft. Under the dome. What what was that? (laughs) Under the dome? Like like the Stephen King? No, two drafts enter, one draft leaves. Then the other draft leaves after being declared the winner. It's Thunderdome. Okay, there's a lot of domes. I, I didn't say Thunder, I said Under the Dome, but Thunderdome. Yes. Yeah. Thunder the dome. Thunder the dome. There's a lot of domes. Thunder. Fear the th- I hate that song. <laughs> and then you take a second thunder dome and you make a thunder ball. Ooh. And make Good call. the this worst is... Bond film. How did we just place our podcast solidly in geometry? <laughs> <laughs> hey, a... it's at least nerdy geometry. There's there's some crossover for our iTunes classification. <laughs> Nerd, uh, comma, drafting, comma, geometry? <laughs> mark, geometry. All right, well, from Thunderball, Ben, you've got first pick. Okay. Dun, 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 I'm not going to lie. I think first pick is actually, like, one of the worst things to have. Absolutely. Just because I know there's going to be four picks, and I don't know, like, what you guys are going to grab and what I'm going to be sad I didn't take. Uh, but I said it in my strategy corner. I'm going to go with it. Number one pick, Ronin, starring Robert De Niro and Jean Reno. I believe it is the greatest action movie of the period, possibly one of the greatest action movies of all time. Well, Ronin. Ronin's great. I guess one for me, one for you, because I have not seen that. All right. Is I'm it about, also torn. Is it about samurai? No. No. Okay. Is it like remotely, is it like spiritual samurais? There, it is referenced in the film, and it is about... Uh, post-Cold War spies who now no longer have ah. a Cold War to mm-hmm. fight. Okay, cool. It's cool. it's really good. It's really good. Um, okay. In fact, just has like a friend thing, we'll sit down and watch it once we're done with all this. Sure. I mean, I think I saw it on the list, but I was like, I do not remember having seen that one. No, Ronan is great. Um, I don't think it's superior. I don't think it's the best action movie of the 90s. But that's neither here nor there. I did it have is, I did a have a film. moment when I was like Robert De Niro, but like Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai, like stuffed into some samurai armor. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. All right. Second pick is me. I'm not going to deliberate on this. I have to pick The Matrix. Understandable. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. So welcome to my corner of the draft. As you know from the, the strategy corner, these two gentlemen do not know. I'm going with a couple of micro-strategies. So for this time, my strategy is a look to the past, a look to the future. So we're going to look to the past first. And for this one, I'm going to go for the only film that I can remember in the 90s that had a paleobotanist up to her shoulder in Triceratops shit. And I'm going to draft Jurassic Park. That's cool. We were just talking about Laura Dern earlier today. We were, yes, we were just talking about it. I was, I was a little frightened at first that you guys are going to jump all on that because I had some fallbacks for this. I mean, I think Jurassic Park 2 is more of an action movie 
But they both qualify. They both qualify. And one is the superior film. Cool. Oh, definitely. Yeah, well, that's so, not even a... Uh, as he goes and drafts <laughs> Jurassic Park 2. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That would be a look to the past and then to the past again. We're going to look to the future this time. Lost in space. In particular, we're going to look to a post-apocalyptic future where the world is primarily covered in water. And you're not going to believe oh, you're not going to believe the name of this one, boys. <laughs> I'm drafting. That's right, the best Kevin Cosner film of all time, Waterworld. Paper. Never seen paper. I've never seen paper before. <laughs> I love Waterworld. Um, I think The Postman might be a better Kevin Costner film. It was the, uh, that was my. If, if one of you guys had hate drafted uh, Waterworld, my second uh, look to the future. Was the postman? <laughs> um, because that's also, and then and then I, after that, I had the Matrix, which was also kind of a post-apocalyptic. So you you hate drafted, but you hate drafted from my alternates. So. It's it's not a hate. It's draft. not a hate draft. If we like it. <laughs> yeah, hate draft is me picking something that I know you want that I won't use. Like if I had taken Batman in superheroes yeah. with no intention of ever using him, that would have been a hate draft on you. Oh, okay, so if you're motivated by hate, hate. by hate. <laughs> It is a hate draft. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. This clarifies a bunch of things in my life. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's that's my my corner of the draft. I'll see you guys in an, another couple of draft picks. Yep. Jafar. See you, see you in four <laughs> picks. Okay. I'm at a tough spot because I know what movie I want to draft here, but I have to take the one that I think Ben is more likely to take underneath me. So, for that, I have to go Goldeneye. Oh! See, I don't know if you heard it, but earlier when Ben started talking, I, I did a little dun 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 because I was certain that Ben was going to go uh, 007 first pick. Uh, I do. I love that movie. It's. I it's love one that of movie. It's best Bond movies. Excellent. Uh, it's great. Best Bond cold open. Yes, hands down. Hands down. Mm-hmm. It's also about a Cold War era spy who has somehow managed to maintain his usefulness past the Cold War. And his usefulness is like shooting people, drinking, and having sex with ladies. Does Which, very well at all those. I think that was the, the job description in the Cold War, too. So I, he's pretty much job security, man. Got it. All right. Okay. All right. Ben, you got two picks. Okay. So, oh, man, there's still a lot of really good stuff on the table. <laughs> I've got a, I've got two picks here, so I, I get to couch one of them. So I'm just gonna go with one of what I think is my most fun picks. Going Rush Hour. Ooh, good call. Nice. Rush Hour is great. That is a great movie. That is, that is Jackie Chan at his peak. That is Chris Tucker definitely at his peak. <laughs> um, but it's just such a good movie. Uh, so yeah, Rush Hour. Rush Hour is fantastic. Okay, and now this one, it's not a hate draft because I love this movie, but I also know this is going to make Jafar really, really mad. (laughs) Star Trek First Contact. Ah, not on my list. What? I would say that... What? In in terms of our... I love that movie for Spanish Riker, (laughs) but I watch it enough. (laughs) In terms of our our continuum from, like, sci-fi to action film... Um, I would say that Star Trek is is a lot closer to the sci-fi end of things, right? First oh, Contact no. is very much an action film. Yeah, it is yeah, a... Yeah. Of the Star Trek movies, it is... It's a zombie movie in space. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the J.J. The reboot 
is a little bit more action oriented. Uh, it's JJ, you know, you yeah, know yeah. him. But of the, it's my boy JJ. <laughs> of the original timeline Trek movies, First Contact is definitely the most action oriented. All right, cool. I, At least that I can remember. I, I have no I, memory I just, of uh, front, Final Frontier. So I just completely blocked it from my mind. I just realized that the only time I've ever watched it was with you, and it was in Spanish. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, we love watching that movie in Spanish because the voice actor for Riker is glorious. Yes. So, Seriously. Treat, we want to tell the story real treat quick. Yourself. I'm just going to tell the story real quick. Okay. We were waiting for a friend to return from an errand, and we're like, okay, well, we'll watch something on TV. We watched the entirety of Star Trek First Contact because this guy took forever. What was supposed to be a half an hour thing became a two hour thing. And we're like, okay, where is our friend? Hey, what's on TV? Hey, the next channel is Stars Spanish and First Contact is just about to start. Let's watch Star Trek First Contact in Spanish. And the guy who played Riker was somehow able to add a... Uh, a velvety a, richness. Yes, a, sex, a sexy gravitas that accented and brought something new to Frakes' performance. I'm not going to say it surpassed it, but it was like gravy on top of potatoes. Oh, it yeah. became more together. Definitely. Spanish yes. writer is sex incarnate. <laughs> okay, so my next pick, and I have to look to Chris now, knowing that he's got two picks in between me, and for that reason, I am going to draft Starship Troopers. Oh, nice. That was on my list. Not on mine, but but bravo. Jafar, um, about that pick, I'd like to know more. Don't worry. <laughs> I got you covered. <laughs> there are boobs in that movie. <laughs> yes. Yes. I say that because it came out when I was of an age where boobs in movies was a great thing. They still are, but but they were a rare thing. And I, I, I remember those boobs. 20 years ago. I, I remember my favorite bit of trivia about that is... The uh, actors and actresses who are nude in that shower scene made the director, I believe, Paul Verhoeven, mm-hmm. uh, get naked to record it. Because they're <laughs> like, if we're doing this, you're doing this jerk. <laughs> yeah. I wish that you guys had done me the same honor, I guess, because it's, it's really cold in this basement. And <laughs> you are both very well clothed and I'm just sitting here, sh- you know, kind of shriveling up into myself. Why didn't you guys take your clothes off, too, is what I'm asking. How did you not get that? You just made a joke about a director having to be naked, and I was like, you guys are naked. So it's your pick. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm naked and afraid. That's my wife's favorite TV show. I'm so sorry about that. Well, alrighty then. Um, so m- now back to my corner of the draft. What? Nothing. It just... I, I was, I'm hoping that that is a, 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 pr- a, pr- a portent of what you're about to draft. <laughs> well, already then. Uh, no, I'm not going with Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Aww. <laughs> um, but man, you guys have some draft slots still coming up, so uh, feel free. I- I'm serving that to you on a platter. Um, I would like to make some jokes about Jim Carrey coming out of a rhinoceros's ass. That would be great. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm going uh, this time. My, my micro strategy is notable Tommy Lee films. Okay. Um, the first one, and you might not have known that he was in this. Wait, Tommy Lee or Tommy Lee Jones? <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. That's... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm difference. just like, are you drafting the Tommy Lee Pam Anderson sex tape? <laughs> now, what... <laughs> now, now, what happened here is that I wrote it down thinking, oh, I'll remember to say the Jones. I did not remember to say the Jones at the end of this. Notable Tommy Lee Jones films. 
The first one, and you might not have known that he was in this, it stars um, a robot who's out to kill a boy. Small Soldiers. No? I, I remember that, and I actually, I remember that Tommy Lee Jones is in that. I'm just wondering why that's your 90s movie pick for a robot that's had to kill a boy. I mean, that is a good movie. No, it's not. Oh, You're it right, is, it's not. No, it is a great, there's <laughs> fucking Phil Hartnett in it as the, the, the dad who literally can't be bothered about his stereo equipment to save his kids' lives. And it, oh, it, boy. It, had, it had the best toys. It had the best toys of the 90s, and I'm going to say that. I, I drafted it because it had the best toys of the 90s, guys. That's fine. Okay. It was also, my fallback on that, if either of you guys had picked it, was Volcano, um, which was an excellent Tommy Lee Jones film, where Tommy Lee Jones tries to fight a volcano. In L.A. In L.A. Um, he, doesn't, he doesn't do a great job of it, because there's not much you can do about stopping volcanoes, but... So for, for my next pick, I'm going to go with what I think is probably the pinnacle of Tommy Lee Jones as a character actor in the 90s, playing a brilliantly tormented villain, a classic villain that we all know. I'm going to draft Batman Forever. Holy rusted metal, Chris. Joygasm. It's a great film. I mean, Jim Carrey is great in that. I guess you did give us some Jim Carrey there. Yes, yeah, I mean, there's not much more to say about it. It's, it's like, the best Batman film of all time, so. I mean, oh, he, that, that hurts. From the guy who's worried about nerds disagreeing with him on the internet. <laughs> you just said that. I can't help you anymore, man. Um, I mean, it's better than Batman and Robin, so. Oh, definitely better than Batman and Robin. I briefly considered taking Batman and Robin just as kind of, like, a fun experiment and how much you can spin shit into gold. <laughs> So yeah, that, that's a good candidate for that argument. <laughs> uh-huh. Joel Schumacher ran out on that one. Joel Schumacher, he's kind of like, uh, he's like the, the, hold on a second. Which one is the, uh, the, the creator of colorful children's stationery? Oh, Lisa Frank. Okay. I almost said Lisa Ann and I'm certain that she's a porn star. <laughs> I, I can't confirm or deny that. Joel Schumacher is the Lisa Frank of directors in similar color palettes, a sense of exuberance, an obvious understanding of the audience. He's Michael Bay. If Michael Bay couldn't fill seats, he's, he's Michael Bay. If he replaced explosions with neon, which I'm okay with because my family sells neon pipes and he paid for my college. That's not true, but it, yeah, I didn't think that was, true. yeah, I didn't think that was true either. That I has thought, nothing I, to do with BattleBots. I, I, I thought you went to college off of all that BattleBots money. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've got the next pick. Just moving on. <laughs> just move, just glossing. We over didn't do that. well on BattleBots. There was there was very little money. <laughs> and I know that Ben is drafting next, so I'm going to have to pick a movie that I would assume is on his list. I mean, Ronan is a great movie. But it's not even Jean Reno's best action movie of the 90s. Because that would be my pick, The Professional. Oh, I thought you were going to take Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Godzilla does feature one of my favorite Bowie covers of all time. But that's not enough to draft it for this. Yeah. That was the one with, um, what was, what was his name? Matthew Broderick, Matthew was it? Perry or Matthew Broderick? Matthew it, was, Broderick. It, it was one of the Matthews. Yeah. That was a really weird choice, wasn't it? Yeah. The weirder choice was the Taco Bell 
tie-ins. tie-ins with We Need a Bigger Box. Yeah. Like it was Jaws, but Taco <laughs> Bell with the dog somehow. And God's... I, I thought it was weirder to have Hank Azaria as the comic relief just hamming it up the whole time as the cameraman who's inextricably brought along on the whole adventure. The 90s had no laws. <laughs> um, it, it was a, you could you yep. could sell cigarettes to kids still. Taco Bell purchased ads in like the Bible. Like it was it was a weird time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Let me say right now, I have more movies on my list that I thought one hundred percent were going to get picked. Oh no yeah, way they I, I feel bad. Like I could go ten rounds with this and still feel great. Yeah, for do, sure. Do, do we want to go an extra two? No, and have some options. No, <laughs> I mean. We have a format. We stick to the format. We have a format, and we can stick to that format if we want. But, I mean, there's nothing that says we can't do it. You know, I mean, this is our podcast. You know, we have some flexibility here. You know, if we decide that we want to run with seven instead, there's nothing that's, you know, it's not like there's anything written in stone that says we can't do that. I, I, I'm going to be the party pooper and poop on this party. No, 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 let's... There's, he's, he has got, he has Godzilla'd us. Ugh. He has pooped from above onto our party. All the Taco Bell is ruined. I mean, <laughs> this was back in the time when they couldn't label their food as meat. So I don't know if it's ruined. I don't know. I mean, Chris, how do you feel about this? We can, we can override him if we want. I mean, we've, we've got votes on this. You, you want, you want to do it? I think we should do it. I think we should go seven. We should go seven? I think we should go seven. I can go se- I can go seven. Uh, oh, no. Son of a bitch. <sighs> See, this is what happens when you try to go over my head. Uh, the room just went all non-Euclidean, man. Okay, let me... God damn it. The anonymous draft the universe commissioner says we're sticking to five. I'm surprised that he knows our earthly numbers. Oh, we've, knows we've been over this. Uh, Quantum locked. It's the Pixel XL. Ah, right. Yes. Quantum entanglement, bitches! Oh, no, I'm, a, I'm surprised that he knows the number five, being that it's an earthly construction, and he didn't give us instructions in a different... Or were you translating, perhaps? Um, to be honest, I can't really read his emails so much as I just know what they say when right, I look at them. Right, like they're kind of like written in with like a scalpel into your frontal lobe, and you yeah. kind of feel it more than you hear it. Yeah, and yes. it definitely was five. Five. Um, okay, we'll stick so to five. We'll stick I mean, I five. had some good. I had some good material, but okay. I mean, our our uh, honorable mentions could be a whole podcast in itself. Oh man. I mean, I'd be okay with going off on some honorable mentions this time. Let, let, let's right. let's do some like honorable honorable mentions, and then save our honorable mentions so that they are very special. Okay. 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 So, the, I get uh, two picks back to back. This is going to be it for me. Man, I've got some good stuff I'm not going to cool. be able to take. What hill you dying on, buddy? Well, okay, with my uh, with the end of round four, I'm taking hard-boiled. John Woo, Chow Yun-Fat, best gunfights in movies. It is a great movie, and it is the reason why we have all the wonderful John Woo films of the later 90s. So, with a flock of doves flying up into the, sp- into the sky... Picking hard-boiled. Cool. That's also how Ben likes his eggs. It's true. I do. I also uh, like poached. Poached? Yeah, poached is underappreciated. Poached is how the wife does it, which I okay. appreciate. I mean, have you guys tried the new Taco Bell 
the 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 egg quesadilla thing. No, I will no, not. That's no. good. That requires me to be at Taco Bell before no, ten they, p.m. I think I think they serve it. I mean, I don't know if on this particular dimensional plane, but they serve it most of the time. The only way I will ever be up for Taco Bell breakfast is if it is at the end of my night. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you've heard about fourth meal. Have you ever heard about like negative one meal? It's the meal before breakfast when you've woken up and you feel awful. Well, this is, I haven't gone to bed yet. I'm just rolling that hard. Yeah, that would be fifth meal. Yeah, that'd be fifth meal. Fifth meal. Um, there's also I meal <laughs> that happens. Yeah. Not not in this dimension, but no. uh, uh, in some square roots of our own dimension. Mm-hmm. Math. I just added math to our iTunes categories, Maths. guys. Maths. Maths. Sorry. Look around you. <laughs> okay. Ah. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. I got a pick. No. And he's, then he's, he's got a second. Oh, you got two picks. Extra you got two fifth picks. round. Yep. Oh, man. How are you going to follow up that, that egg-related humor, Ben? Oh, boy. I just... There's so many good ones. Oh, there's so many good things. Uh, I hope you finally draft something off my list. If you don't, I'm going to be a little disappointed. <sighs> there's a kid who really wants you to draft something and bring home that ridiculously awesome toy to him, Ben. Uh, I believe. Are you talking about Turbo Man? <laughs> ben, I can't, I can't explain to you how important it is that you draft... Something with tur- with Turbo Man in it. Doesn't any of the Turbo Man related <laughs> properties you can go with, but you must draft something with Turbo Man, or or some or maybe something with Sinbad in it. Uh, Sinbad or Turbo Man. Yeah, yeah, definitely not the other guy in that movie. Chris, I'm going to need you to get off this bit. I'm taking Air Force One. Okay. Okay. Cool. I was I was anticipating honestly that somebody would have done a all Harrison Ford draft. You could have done it. Yeah, and <laughs> and it would because I have a whole second chunk of my list that I didn't touch in. Hopefully, I can save it for another draft. Um, like, and I didn't touch. I I have several Nicolas Cage films on my list. Oh yeah, that I didn't touch yet. We yeah. could just draft Nicolas Cage films. <laughs> There was there was we'll, a, fi- we'll find someone to fill in for me on that. Yeah, one. there were several potential single candidate gambits on this one that I thought I was leaving you guys open to take. I'm a little disappointed now. I almost oh did God. all John Woo movies. I'm I am so torn right now. I've got. <laughs> Wait a second. Are, are you torn or are you burnt? <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> um, I've got. Who originally performed your emotion? <laughs> <laughs> well, right now, Ben, about a minute and a half ago experiencing the same struggle I am now. I've got one, two, three, four movies that I thought for sure were going to be gone by this point, and they all deserve to be drafted. They're all fantastic films. And I've got to take one of them, and I feel I have to take the one that I will be most upset about it not being drafted. So you're going to... Sure. You're not going to jingle some of the way... You're about to jingle all the way? No. Are you taking no. a Turbo Man or Turbo Man related franchise movie? Man, you know, one of mine, one on my list is tangentially Turbo Man related. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> okay. Um, it's, it, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Turboverse, uh, so I would love to discuss at length what, you know, what, what, what is your favorite second entry? Um, into this, uh, I think it actually. I'd have to check the ca- the dates for Jingle All the Way. I think it predates Jingle All the Way. 
Yeah, well, there are some prologues. There are some uh, epilogues. There's a couple of like alternate timeline properties yeah. as well. They, they had to set up the Turbo Man universe to, so you understand why the toy is so important. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I can't, I can't explain how important it is that you draft something Turbo Man related. I we're running out of time for this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, all right, most of my drafts, my draft picks, have been things that not only were important in the '90s, but set up franchises of movies or stars that would continue to be in action movies and be successful into the future. I really wanted to draft something with Arnold. I think it's ridiculous. We haven't drafted something with Arnold Schwarzenegger at this point because he's arguably the biggest action star of the nineties. He's more, in my opinion, he's more eighties. I mean, yeah, it's more eighties. I would also say was his prime, but I understand 90 through 94. When was true lies was pure Arnold still. Um, I would also say low-hanging fruit, right? Agreed. Agreed, low-hanging fruit. um, Um, That's why I'm going to pick one that launched a career, cemented someone as a longtime action star, and has spawned six sequels now, I think? Mission Impossible. Wow. All right. Yeah. I was not expecting that. Bravo. That that is a... Good movie and was that was bef- in, my, in my head if I followed through on my Jean Renault gambit. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I also had a little bit of a Jean Renault gambit hanging out over here, but I wasn't willing to commit. That was before Tom Cruise cruised away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was still a sane person then. Yeah, and now we have to apologize to Scientology next episode. Oh no, we are. <laughs> I refuse. We've already been taken down, my friends. <laughs> In fact, I'm fairly certain that by the time this comes out, we will have all been separately assassinated. Lovely. Lovely. Cool. I'm okay with making that enemy. Can we make that an enemy? I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather we all be assassinated together as friends. Aw. Oh. Thanks, Just ben. one car, Bob. Just cool. take us out at once. Okay. Well, I was saving this for the end of the draft, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that, so, yeah, you got that's four for you, right? So, you, so that's five. That's five? Yep. This is the last this pick. This is the last pick. Five. Um, there's only one thing that you can draft with your fifth pick of a draft. And that is from the Turbo Man franchise. No, it's it's a it's kind of like I would say it's Turboverse adjacent, like maybe Turboverse Far Future. Demolition Man? Uh no, fifth pick, fifth element. Oh, good oh, call. Good call. Good, good call. call. Lilu, yeah. Lilu, uh Corbin Dallas. Um Multipass. Also what I would say Chris Tucker's Ultimate film of the night. I disagreed from earlier. I didn't want to play my hand early I, by, I, saying, <laughs> by saying that, yeah, I think that there's a better Chris Tucker film than Rush Hour. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah. So, fifth fifth element. Also incredibly important to my pubescent development as a young kid in the uh, the 90s. Of course, the grime-covered yeah. uh, lady in white bandages jumping off of a building. That was pretty hard for me to process yeah. in, in a totally um, responsible way. It also cemented your love of octopus opera singing blue women. Absolutely. I had totally, I had totally forgotten about her, and I am excited now to make jokes about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, saving your actual honorable mention... Chris, you just want to run through what you didn't draft real quick? So I had a couple of backup two-part strategies. Um, I liked doing some micro-strategies on this. So the first one was Jingle All the Way Home Alone. Okay. 
Uh, Home Alone's a good call. Yeah, Home Alone. I, I think that there's been a lot I heard done. That someone sold their soul to get that piece of shit made. <laughs> uh, so there's been a lot of comedy done about Home Alone and how it is the origin story to the uh, Jigsaw universe. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to retread that because it's been done and it is excellent. But you should I, I look into it because it just makes sense, man. All I'm saying is Kevin McAllister, blonde hair, Jigsaw, blonde hair. Makes makes ridiculously dangerous traps with no sense of uh, sense of remorse. I, I in all truthfulness, uh, I have never heard that fan theory you've never, before. You've never, oh yeah. Oh man, I am sold already though. That <laughs> oh is, my god, that is brilliant. There's even okay. So there's even like this in in Kevin in Kevin's basement. There's a, like a really scary furnace, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a side by side comparison where they compare one of Jigsaw's later traps, and it looks exactly like the goddamn furnace. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That also explains that scene in Saw Four where he dipped everyone in aftershave. Yes, and the the consistent use of cheese pizzas throughout. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. Can we talk about by the like? No, we can't talk about it. There's it's like I said, it's been done to death. But like Home Alone, how are you gonna leave a kid at home? And how's that kid going to like, how's that going to happen? Not once, but twice. And he's going to make dangerous traps. Don't you dare say that it happened three times, sir. That film, that film has been disinf- Four. Four. Jesus Christ. I don't want to live in this world. At least in the multi-box I just saw recently. Oh God. Okay. Um, That needs a gritty reboot. Oh wait, it had one. It's called Skyfall. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so my second one was, of course, uh, my, I had notable Tommy Lee Jones films. If you guys had completely exhausted my supply of Tommy Lee Jones films, I was going to go for notable Will Smith films okay. uh, and do a uh, throwback to our uh, first episode. My honorable mention was Wild Wild West. Uh, so Wild Wild West and Independence Day, mm-hmm. uh, an excellent duo, a duology of films. I, I tend to think that like, uh, Will Smith's character in Independence Day goes on and at some point in the future travels back in time to his previous ancestry through like the Animus, like from Assassin's Creed, and plays his character in Wild Wild West. I think that they're in the same universe. That would explain would, why he wasn't in Independence Day too. It would also be, I think, more likely if it was Men in Black, Will Smith. Mm. As he does time travel in the third film. Well, he does. Are you are you entirely certain that he that he doesn't leave the men in black and go to become an Air Force pilot? Other way around. Other way around? Other way around. Yeah, I mean, they're he all... leaves the Air Force, joins the NYPD. Yeah. Independence Day, also on my list. Yeah. Oh my um, god, Independence I... Day, how would how would we get rid of the entire world knowing about aliens? Red light thing. <laughs> neuralizer, right? It was called the Neuralizer. Yes, it was a Neuralizer. Yeah. Cool. Um, Independence Day, very timely with the New York uh, Times. Yeah, New York Times article from last week. About the... Aliens yeah. being real. Yeah. Um, a UFO being real we don't know that it was an alien pilot I know I think it says a lot about our current news cycle in society that that just got glossed over as heavy as it did that was not the craziest thing that happened we're already used to it Elon Musk has been here for years it's true that's true alright you got any others Chris you want to rattle off real quick those are my two um, my two uh, small strategies I mean Shout out to Goodwill Hunting. Obviously, sorry I couldn't draft it. Uh, it you can't you can't draft something and then also do a bit about it, especially if your friends are not going to support you on that bit at all. Sorry, um, it's not your fault. Damn it! This is gonna be so funny for everybody, but you guys are not laughing, and so it's really not funny for me. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Jafar, do you want to go next? Yeah, I have like 10 that we didn't uh, yeah. get to. All right, cool. Um, Let's hear them. True Lies, fantastic film. Yes. Um, Last Boy Scout, which I know Ben hates. It's a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, but it's so good. It hurts so good. Demolition Man. Yes. I love Demolition Man. I mean, we talked enough about Taco Bell. I was sure you were going to pick it. I was really close, too. And also, we could have snuck in our Arnold Schwarzenegger reference that way. Predator 2. Wait. He's, pre- he's president. Remember? Yeah. Or the presidential library. That's what it was. Yes. Predator 2. Yes. Came out early 1990. Uh, that was on my list. And then two movies. That if I had had to pick side by side, I would have taken both of them, but I was stuck in the middle in this one, which is also a reference to what I'm about to make, Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. Nice, nice. Tarantino, I love Quentin Tarantino, I love his movies, excellent action films of the 90s, I think it's a Travis mockery. we didn't get any of them in here. The aforementioned Independence Day, Blade. Blade was on my list. Blade came out in 98, mm-hmm. and I really hope they just retcon it into the current Marvel Cinematic Universe and Infinity War somehow. <laughs> I did I did toy with doing a all Wesley Snipes draft. That would have been good. That would have been good. Terminator 2? Yeah. I which Yeah. The fuck. Why didn't we do that guys? That movie that I movie's mean, fantastic. I made, I, made, I made a joke kind of like an oblique joke for that. I, I, th- I do think yeah. it is a little hanging fruit. Well it's also um I th- I think having the Terminator go nonviolent means there is a much diminished body count which, True. depending on the criteria, could be important. Um, and I mean, speaking of diminished body count, my next two picks were if also if I had back-to-back picks, I had these guys set up, and that is Mystery Men. Mystery Men was on my list too. Yes, and also and the pair to that is The Mask. Ooh, nice, nice. All right, my name is Cuban. That would have been a tough I sell. The Mask. Be it would have been a real tough yeah. sell. I almost took it instead of Starship Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. Mystery um, Men is so good. Can we talk about Mystery Men for a second? You mean Dane Cook's first movie? William H. Macy as the shoveler has ever has ever a better superhero been conceived of. <laughs> Sometimes uh, I like to believe that his character from Pleasantville and that character intersect at some point. It's just like, where's my dinner? Clunk shovel starts killing people. I don't know. See, I like to imagine William H. Macy from Jurassic Park 3 and the Shoveler are the same character. Like I like to pretend Jurassic Park 3 didn't happen. He gets back from the <laughs> island and ne- knows he needs a way to fight and learns how to shut. Sure. He gets eight in that movie though, right? I think he gets I think he gets eight by a dinosaur in Jurassic Park 3. It's been a long time. <sighs> yeah. There's there's like some I mean, it's all probabilistic, you know. Yeah. Uh it, it, it's it's just a, a roll of the dice really. Mhm. Um all right. Uh, so for my honorable mentions, honorable honorable mentions. The, the cages, man. All of the cages. The yes. Rock. Face off. Yes. Con Air. I mean, God. So I had uh, some. I had some fallbacks for Jurassic Park. Um, uh, Armageddon was the next one, right? Because what killed the dinosaurs? Armageddon. Uh, what's Armageddon about? It's a giant yeah, asteroid, giant rock in the, in this in space. So my fallback for that was the Rock. Okay. Um, which. How the Rock do, is great. How do we not take The Rock? Oh, uh, it's so good. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Like, <laughs> fucking, fucking Sean Connery swearing like a... Um, and and if, if we're going to go back to fun fan theories, I love the theory that Sean Connery is James Bond in that movie. That that <laughs> is a James Bond film. That was really before, like, 
before we started like turning around as a society, when Sean Connery was still a, a dude who was cool to be in movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Nope. No me too on him. Doesn't Man. need to be said. Do you yeah, remember? no. When, do, you, do you remember yeah. that um the the weird sci-fi movie he was in where he's in like a like a red spandex one piece? You talk about Zardoz? Zardoz. Fuck yeah. yeah. Zardoz was a failed six-pack Saturday movie for us. I don't know if you remember me yes. trying to show that to you. We could not get through it. We'll we'll detail six-pack Saturday at some point in the future. I'm sure we'll get it. This is a good episode to talk about it. I'm sure we'll get into six-pack Saturday at some sure, point. Sure, sure. Um, okay, but then the last bit, I'm not going to go into my whole list because my real honorable mention is in there. I've got a chunk of westerns. Okay. 90s western action movies, mm-hmm. and we didn't even get we into those. Them. No. And there's some... Real, there's gold in those picks. Um, do you mean there's gold in in those hills that you open with those picks? I mean, effectively, effectively. Uh, but yeah, there was some of those films were panned, though. Yes, they were panned. I I, I followed. I just I I can see you're you're mining for comedy here, Christopher. There was a nugget Uh, somewhere in there, guys. Can we please stop? Uh, yes, let's let's get this. Wagon train a go. God damn it. <laughs> Wagons West is what I'm saying. <laughs> List your picks. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that was it. Oh, that just, was, a, that was a, just Westerns in general. Well, I, 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 yeah, I didn't want to go into them so that it is now something we can do a different draft on. He was, okay, th- he, was he was throwing a pretty and, wide, and, wide lasso. And my, know. my actual honor, honorable mention when no, no, we do, when yeah. we do. Well, yeah. I thought we were going to play like a theme song for like honorable mentions. Like, Honorable mentions. That's that's the theme song now. Okay, someone auto tune that, please. Honorable mentions. Honorable. Okay, Ben. What is your, what is your what is your honorable, honorable mention? Okay, so uh, it is from that westerns list, Unforgiven. Mm. Ooh, nice. It's so great, and if you follow film theory, it is. The second chapter out of the the Clint Eastwood trilogy that is his original work, then Unforgiven, and it concludes with Gran Torino. Guy's a genius. I I love that movie, and I love his work. There's a reason it won all the awards. Excellent. Mm -hmm. My honorable mention is, um, and I know this is kind of a weird pick, but it's Groundhog Day. And it's based on a little bit of, like, some some science stuff. Groundhog Day, uh, if you weren't aware, in, in some of, like, the unfilmed scenes it's revealed that he's been going through the loop for like millions and millions of years mm-hmm. so my my um my basis for this is, is it that, has the highest body count no is that <laughs> in at least one of those loops it was an action film like i'm sure that he he like solved a terrorist plot at some point okay he woke up um and and then yeah and then he, and he woke up the next day and was like no i'm not doing that okay my honorable mention Stars one of the greatest action stars of the '90s, Steven Seagal. Ooh, again, we <laughs> my my honorable mention stars one of the greatest comedians of the '90s, Eddie Griffin. It features a plot revolving around the war on drugs, and is all about a giant cocaine bust. And in this movie, Steven Seagal kills a man by kicking him in the dick. 12 times in a row. <laughs> yeah, this is this is an excellent honorable um, mention. Now, why this is an honorable mention and not on my list to draft 
is this movie is Urban Justice. It's the most 90s movie ever made, released straight to DVD in 2007. <laughs> that one huh yeah missed that boat a bit um chris your honorable mention uh yeah my honorable mention is groundhog day yes uh it's it's based on a little bit of science you know in unfilmed versions of this script you know he he continues going through the loop for years and years and so one of those days you know he was bound to foil a terrorist plot or something like that so or be a terrorist yeah so be a terrorist he could be the bad guy yeah but he probably woke up the next day was like nah i'm not doing that again okay jaffer Okay, um, so we've gone through honorable mentions. Wait a second. I wasn't gonna. Oh, I wasn't gonna commit to the bit that hard. No, no, we haven't started yet. What was, you, okay, Chris, you want to do your honorable mention? Yeah, I'd love to do my, my. Okay, so my honorable mention is Groundhog, and I know this is gonna be uh, a little bit of a stretch, but you know, in um, yeah, okay, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. did like that bit. <laughs> I liked that. I liked that bit a lot. Thank you. Um, okay. So that is the draft. I'd like to point out uh, for, for the audience at home that my notebook has under honorable mention Groundhog Day, comma, Groundhog Day, comma, Groundhog Day. Well, I'm sorry I got to rob you of one of your honorable mentions there. <laughs> All right, everyone. So that was the draft. When we get back next week, we'll get into our matches. I'm real excited. First match up is going to be myself versus Chris. Mm-hmm. Until then... We'll see you next week. Until then, we'll see you next week. See you later, Internet. I'd like to thank the Kickstand Band for our theme song, How It Feels. Check them out on Bandcamp. Yes! Not (laughs) Bandstand. Remember, it's the Kickstand Band at Bandcamp.com. And uh, if you have any ideas for future drafts, shoot us an email at draftuniverse at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter and join the discussion at DraftTheVerse. Ha 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 ha!